0: time to speak it's your host zach the band of burke of the over six sports podcast back after a bit of a hiatus with my main man cam the turf king charlton cameron how we doing
1: we're doing well i mean every sport gets a break so why don't we get a break we took a little bit of a summer break here nothing too exciting things are starting to get exciting going into the fall now football season starting baseball playoffs are coming NHL season's coming up so now it seems like the perfect time to get back into this we deserve a break summer's busy for you you've had a second kid golf course is busy in the summer so we got lots of excuses but we're back for the NFL season we're ready to get this going
0: well and it's something that we couldn't miss either right so that's the big thing um yeah so I had uh, yeah had baby number two which is going well and he's doing great um yeah I mean this summer's been been busy I mean it's good to take holidays every once in a while, just refresh, reset. Uh, but we couldn't miss. We couldn't miss the NFL season. It just, it just. We had to get something out, like, and we're going to continue to do so. Uh, once again, this year we'll be doing every game against the spread. Last year we finished at like forty. I think I was like forty three percent, which is not like the best. We had hot stretches. We had cold stretches. Um, but yeah, I think you were slightly better. I think you're like forty-five percent, but I think this year, both of us, fifty percent plus. Last year was a weird year in the NFL, this year should be better.
1: We're zero and zero right now. It's a new season, start fresh. We're only gonna get better. Year one, it was not great. It wasn't as good as we would have liked it. We're into year two. Year two is gonna be better.
0: Um apologize by the way, like I haven't quite got the whole studio and everything figured out. So if there's background noise, if there's any sort of whatever. You have to deal with it, cause I'm I'm literally standing at the bar right now, cause I got nothing else set up. So that's that's how we're doing it. So yeah, I mean, you just get to hear our voices, which is cool. Um, wh- before we get into, cause you and I are gonna talk a little bit about, um, you know, pick some division winners, that kind of stuff for the NFL. It's gonna be the main focus of our show today, uh, for this week. Um, what did we miss this summer? I like I don't feel like. Uh. That much happened. I mean, last year we had Olympics, which was sick. And this year it's like, I mean, the Jays sucked for like most of July and then they were good at the end and then they sucked for most of August and then they were good at the end. Bobachette's been the whipping boy, but not been the whipping boy off and on for the last month. But other than that, there really, in my opinion, wasn't anything that was like earth shattering.
1: No, it's been so long since we've done this. I kind of forgot what's happened in the five, six weeks we've done it, so I mean, there might have been stuff we missed. Apologies if we missed stuff. Again, it's a busy summer. We might have missed some sports, but now we're fully in on the Jays in the football season. That's where it's at. The Jays hanging around right now. Uh, Big series. Every Every series is big going into September, and they started off hot. Bo Bichette already has more home runs, more RBIs in September than he did August. So we can live with his defense being mediocre as long as he keeps hitting the ball like this.
0: Oh man, what has he got? Four home runs in his last six at bats. Like, I mean, he probably I think he's had that bat since, and he didn't hit a home run. So the bum, he's still, he's not 75 percent anymore, or 66 percent anymore. So I don't even know what he's doing. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, uh, all right, let's just get right into it. This is what most of our listeners like to want to hear. That's what we're tuning in for. NFL is back this week, and. I think you know what i got to play just to kick it off right, don't you? It's been a while.
1: Oh, of course.
0: The sweet, sweet music. The NFL is back. The uh, the, uh, over-six NFL picks is back. Uh, We're going to start with division winners, though, do that kind of stuff, and then we'll get into this week's picks. Cam will break it all down. And uh, we'll get it started, but just just so excited to hear the the music back. And first game is running Thursday this week, so that'll be good. The preseason was okay, but it's never quite as good as the real deal. All right, let's start with divisions. Where do you want to go?
1: I did no prep work for this. I didn't know we were going this, so uh, you're going to take the lead for the division here. I'm
0: springing it on you. I'm springing it on you.
1: Uh, Well, we might as well start in the NFC uh nfc seems a little less exciting so let's start in the nfc uh it's just gonna anywhere be chalky, in we, sh- we should start we're just going straight division winners all four divisions or are we gonna go one by one
0: straight division winners yeah let's just do you know let's just go division by division uh we'll talk a little bit more about playoffs later i'm not too worried about <clears throat> excuse me not too really worried about that as much but d- division winners for sure um nfc is you know obviously they were due for a not an off year but i mean the afc is just so much stronger and the nfa nfc is essentially just going to be a pillow fight all year there's gonna be like four guys who are or four or five teams are going to be half decent and the rest are going to be like like our yearly golf tournament that we do where there's like four good guys and the rest are kind of shit so i'm included in the shit ones too um so nfc i don't know let's let's start with uh let's start with the north how about that
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, the North, there's two teams who have a chance at the playoffs and really only one team to win the division. So it's pretty easy for me. It's going to be Green Bay. If Minnesota comes knocking on the door a little bit, wouldn't shock me, but it's still Green Bay this year.
0: Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I mean, my only argument that it won't be Green Bay is that, I mean, I don't love their receiver room. I mean, losing Devontae Adams was a massive, massive loss for them. Um, and you could say, well, I mean, Aaron Jones is just going to slide into that more pass, you know, um, pass catching role instead of being number one uh, running back. Um, you know, AJ Dillon's going to probably slide into that role a bit more. You know, the big thing is, I think, two things. It comes down to, can Kirk Cousins be good? I mean, that seems like the most obvious statement in the world. But, I mean, if you look at last year, like, how many games did the Vikings, like, if they didn't play the last, what was it, two minutes of each of the half of each half, they would have been like fifteen and zero. Like they led a lot of games late, and they blew a lot of games late. Um, so I think I don't know. I mean, it's really chalky to go Green Bay, but I mean, I think I'm going to take Minnesota, and, I, and I'm just gonna and I just think like if Dalvin Cook can have himself a year, you know, he he fends off the injury bug, he doesn't give up stupid fumbles late in games, you know, I I think it could be close. I think you know Minnesota realistically can probably get you know, somewhere in the realm of 12 wins, 11, 12 wins this year. Um, Again, it's it's going to be up to them to clutch it, but I'll take Minnesota. I'll go off the board. Well, it's not off the board. It's four in the division, but that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Minnesota wins the division. I still have them as number two, but it wouldn't be the biggest shocker in the world. Uh, I want to go to the East next, the NFC least, as it's been known in the past.
0: Love it. Let's do it.
1: For me, this division is actually pretty easy. With the Maneus to Smith there on the O-line of Dallas, that takes them out. New York, not that great. Washington, not good. So Philly, in all oh, honesty, the Philly's going to run away with this division. Their O-line, their Ooh. D-line are so good. If they decide to run the ball and not try and pass it, I mean, they have A.J. Brown, now they have Devonta Smith. Jalen Hurst isn't a great passer, but if they go back to that run-heavy game, slow it down, you've got a good defense, you've got a good offensive line, you should run away with this division because the division's not good. I'm not high on the Cowboys. I'm not high on Dak. And with a hurdle line, they're going to struggle.
0: I mean, they, they might, but I, I said this in one of our group chats the other day. I said, I I, I kind of like Dallas as a sneaky pick to win the division. And, and what I got back was, wow, they're, they're favorite. And I'm like, well, yeah, because Cowboy fans will bet the Cowboys no matter what. Like books move where the bunny is. So obviously, Dem Boys fans across the, the U.S. and wherever are coming out and um, – and supporting that line. But, I mean, I'll, I'll take the division favorites. I just don't, you know, the, the, all Dak has to do is not be shit. Like, he can be average. He can he can be a middle-of-the-ground QB, like be, like maybe slightly above average, I'll say. Slightly above average, but it, it really lies on the fact that if you need C D Lamb to take a big step this year. You need Zeke to get back to Zeke from two, three years ago. If he's going to play like last year's Zeke, it's 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 over for them. I know that O-line... You know, their, their O-line's no good. But, I mean, th- here's the thing. Like Miami last year, not that we got to keep talking about Miami, but, I mean, we won, what, 10 games last year, nine games last year, and we had historically the worst O-line and a coach who didn't support our quarterback. I'm not as worried about the Cowboys in that sense because if Miami can do it, and I know it was a lot on their defense, but I think the Cowboys have enough pieces that if, you know, if they play up to their potential, I don't, I don't agree that Philly's going to run away with it. They could. Um, but I think it'll be close. I think Dallas is going to get somewhere in again, that 9-10 10 wins. They're not going to do like 13 or nothing like that, but I think 9 or 10 wins takes the division and I think they've got enough to to get it done.
1: The boys at SGP won't be happy to hear that take.
0: Well, yeah, because they're Eagles and Giants fan. I mean, what it, like is like Kramer's just going to like he he knows the Giants are going to win like 3 games this year, right? And the Commanders <laughs> yeah, are going to win uh... like Five. Like, if I was to rank this division, it's going to be Dallas, Philly, Washington, Giants. And I think
1: Washington probably wins five games. Moving into the South, the NFC South. Uh, again, for me, this one is in maybe the most interesting division. I think you have three teams who could possibly win it. I think Tampa Bay is going to come back down to earth this year. I don't think Brady's going to have the year he's had. I like the Saints. Their defense is still going to be really solid. Jameis is good. I, he throws a ton of interceptions, but you saw beginning of last year when he was being smarter with the ball. And then the Panthers, I actually am really high on the Panthers. They got a super young, exciting defense. They have Baker, who is the best quarterback that DJ Moore or Christian McCaffrey have had. If c stays healthy, DJ Moore you get him the ball. I'm excited for the Panthers. I'm still going to go with the Bucks here. I think they're going to pull out this division. But I think there's going to be three teams tight. And yeah, we don't need to mention the Falcons because they have no chance.
0: No, Falcons have no chance. Um, Frankly, <sighs> Carolina I think I mean I, I'm shocked that you said they haven't had anybody good for McCaffrey they had Cam Newton last year so I don't know what you're talking about MVP super went to a Super Bowl one time you know what is that so the best quarterback not running back bang bang I hope you bring that one up in a different division um yeah I mean realistically as I said like I I've liked what Carolina's done. I mean, it, it's really going to ride or die in two things for Carolina. Is Baker going to be, you know, good Baker? Or is Baker going to be, you know, whatever, Cleveland Baker? And you can say, well, he was injured and stuff. It's just he just couldn't really get the job done there. So I think it's a fresh start for him, which is great. Um, that I mean, that was coming as soon as the Browns took Watson on. But if C-MAC, C-Mac's got to stay healthy. If c doesn't stay healthy, this team has no fucking chance. There's no way. I don't care how good their defense is. Like, it, they just that is the heartbeat of that team and this goes for a lot of teams like if one or two of those guys go down like look what happened again like if you look at last year right Tua gets hurt Miami sucks if Brady got hurt the bucks would just not be as good like there's there's guys in this league who are just like and and because the carolina hasn't had like the quarterbacks that the stud quarterbacks that a lot of teams have had Cmax their guy He's the number one guy, and he's got hurt the last two years. If he gets hurt this year, they're toast. Um, I'm still taking the Bucks in this division, though. Um, I think the Bucks defense is going to be it's going to be a stud again this year. No one else doesn't have a chance. I like Jameis. I think he's a cool dude. I saw a really funny like TikTok or Instagram video the other day of the guy who was like t- basically giving reasons why did, why Jameis was the best in the league. It's because he's like the best dancer and the funniest dude. I think he's super likable. Um, would it shock you to see Taysom
1: Hill at quarterback at
0: any point this year?
1: Yeah, I would be shocked to see unless well, okay. Caveat that is they will they possibly will have the specialty plays and the specialty power runs with Taysom Hill, but he oh, won't starting. start the game or play. S- start. Yeah, no, he will not be a starting quarterback for this team at all this season.
0: Well, I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, if Jameis gets hurt, I mean, the good news for the Saints though is is that it doesn't seem like Camara is getting suspended this year. So no, it looks
1: like it'll be next year if anything.
0: So that's. Good from a fantasy football perspective because I've got a pretty good share of Camaro all over the place. Um, but even then, I just—I mean—I mean, you got a point though. I mean, Saints have a lot of wild cards too. Like if Michael Thomas can be anything,
1: like they I mean, got Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave there. Like the receiving core is pretty good.
0: Like, it's not bad. I mean, it's but the real question is: I mean, is Michael Thomas going to be Michael Thomas, or is he going to be like Julio for the last two, three years? Right, like I mean, the guys. No, I got hurt. Michael.
1: I got Michael Thomas as third on this depth chart, and if Michael Thomas, even at seventy five percent of what he is, and somewhat hurt, is your third receiver, you're good.
0: Rides and dies with with Jameis at the end of the day, I suppose. But um,
1: with I the mean, defense, who, more or less. But. Well, and the defense.
0: Who who's the quarterback that was just awful last year because everybody was hurt? I think the second last game of the year. Do you remember that? Well, oh, they played.
1: They played, played rookie Ian Book against uh, Miami, who <laughs> was horrible. I mean, Ian, Book, Ian Book was a decent quarterback for Notre Dame, but he was thrown into an absolute shit show with no line and no team there against Miami, and it was not good. That was. Oh, well, that was great. It was so fun to watch. Moving into our final NFC division, we have the NFC West. Why don't you go first here, Burke?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're not taking the Rams, I don't really know what you're doing. Um they haven't like we talked about this in the off season right um when they won the Super Bowl we were like oh they're gonna have to blow it up like how how are they going and they just kept signing guys like infinite money they just printed money like the fed like the feds in the u s man they just they don't stop money printer goes burr, and they just got everybody back so <sighs> You, you look up and down this division and you're like okay so you scratch the team out seahawks are going to be awful seahawks might go oh and 17 like very very well okay maybe they get one win they're gonna be terrible san francisco i think the jimmy garoppolo cloud's gonna hang over them still a little bit i don't think there's certainty there um i mean anytime you have that qb competition or uncertainty it's never good i think they're still going to be Serviceable. I have them third in the division. Uh, Arizona, I have second because they're probably going to start six and zero. Call of Duty is going to come out and Kyler's going to be shit again. Historically, that's accurate. I don't know. I just w- with how weak the NFC is in general. Um, you know, the Rams have Aaron Donald, so that's basically that, that. That one stat that was in our footer at our group chat today that basically Aaron Donald has a better percentage success um, against get like when he's triple teamed than the average tackle does against single like a single man, which is insane. Like this guy's just a freak. So the the, the the tough part is is Stafford's injury is the big one. Because if they don't have like if Matt Stafford's not playing and you're like, okay, so they still have studs, like this is where like Cooper Cup, his fantasy value gets affected that way and, and some other things. But they're the favorites. They're Super Bowl champs. I gotta ride with them.
1: Yeah, I got go to go the Rams, but I think this division is going to be a three-way, a lot tighter again. Again, as you said, the Seahawks are going to be horrible. They're not going to be competing in this division at all. San Fran's defense is really good, and actually, I'm higher on San Fran now that they keep, kept Jimmy G. I'm not that high on Trey Lance, and I think Jimmy G staying as the backup is interesting because if things go bad with Trey Lance, there's Jimmy G to be serviceable in this offense. This offense, this defense will be good for San Fran, so I think they're going to be able to compete. Arizona, again, interesting. Cliffs Kingsbury will come up with a great plan in the offseason. They'll start off great. Kyler won't have cod. They'll start off great, and then they can't adjust. So it'll be interesting. Again, both the two seasons, Kyler's been injured too midway through the year. So we'll see what they want to do in design runs to maybe avoid that this year to be better. But yeah, it's still the Rams for me.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. A little chalky, but it's fine. Do you want to go AFC North?
1: AFC North, yeah, we can do that For me, this division is I mean, this division is just nuts I mean, I'm going to take the Browns out of contention Because you have Jacoby Reset for 11 games They had Deshaun Watson, <laughs> this is way more interesting uh, Steelers are going to go 9-8 and eight. It's just yep. going to happen Yep. Uh, Mike Tomlin's got to figure out Their defense is still phenomenal And their offense has pieces They brought in George Pickens, Deontay Johnson Like uh, Claypool could still get it done If he stays off TikTok a little bit <laughs> uh Bengals Bengals hit a hot stride last year, did everything they could. But again, I'm down on the Bengals this year. They're gonna be good. They're just not gonna be as good as they were last year. Everything went perfectly for them for that playoff run. For me, the division winner's the Baltimore Ravens. They had a ton of injuries this year. And to me, I just see this as Lamar Jackson FU season. They haven't paid him what he wants to be paid yet. Uh I mean they own his rights for two more years, so it doesn't matter that way. But He's going to go out here and prove that this is the FU season after last year. He's going to figure out, and I am super high on Lamar this year. I think he's got a good chance at the MVP, and it's just an FU season from Lamar. Baltimore is going to finish first in this division, and I think they're going to contend deep into the playoffs.
0: I, I, I'm with you. Baltimore, This is their this is their division to lose. Like hundred percent, no doubt about it. In my mind, my hottest takes that I had, I mean, you already kind of stole my Pittsburgh going, but I mean, that's pretty common knowledge. I got a bet on that one. I think they're going to go nine and eight and get, and I have the Bengals missing the playoffs. Like I, and maybe that's an unpopular opinion. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where, you know, would it be shocking to see a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover? They get off to a slow start. I don't think so. Um, I mean, obviously, in Jamar Chase, like you still have a guy who's who's an absolute stud, but is he going to get some some you know whatever sophomore re- regression? Who knows? Um, we're going to find out. But I mean, the yeah, exactly. What 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 you said was you know Baltimore and their injuries. Like they actually have a running back room, which I do find it amusing that I don't know if they think they're cursed or what 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 the heck's going on there. But they've signed a ton of running backs. I mean, their quarterbacks, their main running back anyway. But they've they've just added a lot of guys to the running back room. And I don't blame them. I mean, they had nobody last year. And that is part of like part of what Lamar's great at doing is those play action moves, right? And he so and he doesn't throw as like obviously the, he gets chirped for not throwing as much, you know, in camps this year and preseason, he was throwing it a little bit more. You know, reports are out that he's you know it's looking better. But without his without their run game, he could not use his legs last year as much. Because defenses were able to cheat way, way more because they know that that handoff's not coming down the gut because they had nobody. But so now that they have those pieces back, I, yeah, like Lamar revenge to her. I mean, I traded him in a fantasy league prior to even the season start, but um, I mean, dynasty league, whatever. Uh, but I'm right there with you. I think he's, I don't think he's going to be MVP by any. By any stretch, I mean he probably may be in contention. Uh, there's only one guy who, in my opinion, is going to win the MVP this year, so uh, we'll get there.
1: Yeah, moving into the AFC South, this gross. division is interesting. I mean, it's gross. I mean, we'll we'll have this bet probably again this year. Uh, Texans are going to be better than everyone thinks again. Um, if Davis Mills can take any sort of step, Nico Collins can step up. They got Damian Pierce now, who's the darling of fantasy football right now. Guys up into, like, the fifth, sixth round in fantasy. I picked him up in, like, I think, the third round of our rookie draft. Uh, Jags, I think they're going to be better and more competitive than they were last year. They spent a lot of money in not great areas or overpaying guys. But, like, I'm a huge Christian Kirk fan. Not for the money he got, but he was really good in Arizona. Uh, now he's going to be a number one receiver. They're going to use him in a good role. And Peterson's going to be a better coach for Trevor Lawrence. This is going to be a much better team. They have some good pieces on D. Um Tennessee's making taking take a big step down this year. I just don't see it with them. Without A.J. Brown, Tannehill's not very good. They just lost uh, their best edge rusher, linebacker. They're not going to be good this year. Derrick Henry's injury, you got to keep him off of it because it's an injury from running too much, and it's an easy one to reoccur. Uh, so for me, this division is the Indianapolis Colts. Although I'm not high on Matt Ryan, I don't know how it's going to manage. you got Jonathan Taylor. you got Michael Pittman. Frank Reich is a good defensive mind. They're going to be able to figure it out, and they're going to win this division. I think pretty handily.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. I mean, as I said, like Tennessee's, it's it's ride or die with Derrick Henry. That's why I've been a little bit of afraid of him in fantasy this year. Is just because of that potential for injury. And I know, you know, everybody argues. Well, you know, every running back can get injured. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, you're definitely not wrong. But that being said, I mean, that guy has been warped the last couple of years. And yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I, I I mean, Indiana was was, or sorry, Indianapolis was good last year. They were decent. They again, another team who, you know they get out to some leads and you know, they blew some, they came back in some. This division is just like the most uninteresting division in football, in my opinion. Um, The most interesting thing about this division is going to be our Houston and Jacksonville bat, which I'm still on the Jags this year. I think they're going to get three or four wins this year. So probably double what they had last year. Uh, But yeah, for me, it's the Colts. I think Matt Ryan, I think he's still, as much as he's over the hill, I mean, he had nothing going for him in Atlanta. Fresh change of scenery might be, might do well for him. Let's see if we have a little more, let's see if Matty Ice is good or if he's just going to melt away into retirement.
1: Yeah, moving on to the AFC West, which for me, this is the most interesting division in baseball. Baseball. Watching baseball, football. This is the most interesting division in football. You got the Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers. If you look at all the teams right now, I mean, you got the Raiders who picked up Devontae Adams. You got the Broncos who everyone said they were quarterback away. They got Russ. Chargers just beefed up even more. And the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, how do you bet against them, even with losing Tyreek Hill? Uh, super interesting division for me. I'm actually going to go with the Chiefs here, though. I think the Chiefs are just going to figure out. Everyone's so high on these other teams. They're kind of almost a sleeper pick here. Coming in a little slow. Everyone's like, oh, Tyreek's the big difference. They still have Mahomes. They still have Kelsey. They still have Andy Reid. They're going to figure out how to win this division, I think. This division's going to beat up on each other, but I got Casey winning this division.
0: I, I'm going to go with Danger Russ. Broncos Nation, Let's ride. I just, I mean, if you look at them last year, right, Like, uh, it was Drew Locke was their quarterback, right, last year? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, their defense was really solid last year. That's something that you had talked about, right, like throughout the season was – and I, you know, wasn't on them, but you're like, yeah, man, their defense is good. And it turned out like they were. Like they were decent all year long, and you basically insert an MVP caliber quarterback where he's struggled the past couple of years in Seattle – comes out to the mile high, and I think that he's, again, like you're talking, like there's a lot of revenge stories or comeback stories, and I don't think they're all going to play out, but this is one where, I, like, I like Russ as a quarterback, underperformed greatly last year. I think this is a great opportunity for him to come out and make a statement in a really tough conference and and arguably one of the toughest divisions in football. Um, you know, the Chargers are going to be the Chargers. They're going to win whatever, eight, eight, nine games this year, um, you know, last I would say 10 but again I, I have the Chargers missing the playoffs I just think in how tough of a conference this is how tough a division that is I mean if you can split the six division games and go 3-3 three and three, I mean you got a lot of other good teams to run into yeah, throughout the year so um, Vegas is just a hot mess there's, there's always a hot mess still a hot mess Again, I, I I do see these teams being relatively close, but I think the Broncos are probably gonna take the division again, not to be like too chalky, but it's gonna be somewhere in the realm of eleven to twelve wins, which I think is definitely gonna be the higher end this year, especially like in the AFC. I know people talking about well, the Bills are gonna go fifteen. No, like it's gonna be really, really tough to get wins. Even if you're the best team, this conference is ridiculous. These divisions are ridiculous. Um, the talent on this side is is just insane. So yeah, give me Denver 11 wins uh, for the division.
1: I like it. Moving into the last division here. AFC East Our division, the Miami Dolphins division. I have one of my hotter takes in this division that people, I mean, everyone's going to give New England credit all the time. My take in this division is New England finishes last. Yeah. The Jets and New England are both not going to be good. The Jets are going to sneak out one or two more wins than the Patriots. The Patriots are going to be bad this season. Their defense is going to take a step back. Their offense is going to take a step back. They're not going to be good. So I actually have the Jets finishing above the Patriots in 3-4. How much I'd love to give the Dolphins a win in the division, I can't. Buffalo is my Super Bowl favorite to start the year. They're just so good on everything. Tredavious White to miss the year is going to hurt them a bit, but he'll be back when games matter. This team's going to cruise to 11 wins easy. I think they can finish 12-13. Maybe even push 14, but I have them 13-4. I just think they're the cream of the crop in the AFC. They were so close last year. Josh Allen looks like he could be MVP best quarterback, best player in the league this season. So I'm super high on the Bills. How much I don't want to and how much I love for Miami to win the division. It's just the Bills division to me.
0: I mean, I yeah, I, I think the Bills can probably get to 14. It's gonna to be tough though, as I said, like this is why the side of the you know, the league is is gonna to be tough. And this is how it's always historically been in the NFC. Um, it's always been, you know, the best players, the best talent, the best teams, and now it's flipped over to the AFC. Um, I mean, Miami's not winning the division. but that being said, if they if they beat Buffalo once, is there a chance? I'm never gonna take that out of it. Like, I'm not saying it's likely. It's a low percentage chance, but I would say that, like, with the additions that Miami's done, the progression, you know, coaching change, culture change, all that kind of stuff that we've seen over the last year. And Mike McDaniel's going to have to prove himself, there's no doubt. Um, I think there's a chance that they could be, if two is going to ball, and it's again, that's kind of where it rides or dies, they've given them the weapons, they've given him the system to succeed. you got to go out and do it. No excuses, no bullshit. Like, we've talked about this all year. As Tua defenders in general, this is your year to show up or shut up. And... So, that all being said, Buffalo's going to win the division. But there's a slight part of me. I think we are we are beating Buffalo one game this year. We will split. I am convinced we're going to split. Like, we've lost, what, seven in a row? It can't, like, it's not going to go on forever. As much as, you know, all the Bills fans, everybody wants it to go on forever, it's not. Miami's going to beat, Miami's going to sweep the Pats. They're going to sweep the Jets. I think Miami goes five and six in the division. Part and one. Five and yeah, you're right. Five out of sorry, five out of six. Five and one in the division. I think they like. I think that's a real possibility. They'll they'll choke up, you know, some games down the stretch. And yeah, sure, maybe they lose a stinker and maybe they go, you know, four and two in the division. But I think that you can see a lot of success from the Dolphins. I mean, the Bills could also go six and zero in the division, very very easily. I think they are at least going four and five and one. The Bills are going to be five and one or six and zero in the division. That's it. So we'll see how it goes. But Buffalo's got to be the
1: favorite. Has to be. So that wraps up our division previews then. I'm going to keep better at track this year. So we can midway mark, mark it down, and end of the season mark it down, see how we did. But here, there we have our picks for the start of the season. Who we think our division winners are going to be.
0: And that means we got to go into our games here.
1: Yeah, we get to make picks. It's been a while. We're going to do better than it is. It's been a while, but we're going to do better this season.
0: That's that's our that's our motto. Let's do better.
1: Just be better. Just be, be better. better. Just do it, Nike. It's like the worst insult. Just be better. <laughs> <laughs> like that was just that one hits hurts so deep.
0: It does. It does. Because it's like it's like I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's pretty much yeah. what. Our, just just be, be better. better. Yeah. Come on, come on, buddy. You,
1: you ready to make some picks then, Burke?
0: Yes, I am. Nah, I, the first game scaring me though, but let's get into it. I'm excited. Let's go.
1: Thursday night football. We have the Bills heading down to the Rams. Little what? Super Bowl. Do they raise a banner for this? I don't know if they actually do the banner raising in the NFL. But the Bills are two and a half point favorites going on the road. Where do you want to go here?
0: I mean, I, I I is it the line still two and a half or did it move?
1: I got it at two and a half still.
0: Okay. So we're recording this on the sixth. So the game is, uh, two days from now, right? Today's sixth, yeah. Two days Correct. from now. So recording on the Tuesday, just for context. So the line could move. Um, if you're embedded now at two and a half, I, it's such a, that's a trap line. That's basically they're, they're saying it's a coin toss. Like, sorry to give you PTSD bills fans, but it's a coin toss line. <laughs> got him. <them>. Um, <sighs> i don't i don't know i don't feel good about yeah I, I don't feel good about any team getting two and a half on the road i mean you got to win by a field goal could it, but it could go either way i don't know yeah that basically
1: puts it at like a five point game at home like they think the Bills on a neutral field yeah like this is yeah, two what, and a half. what i'm and saying like it's ne- a neutral field it's like It'd be
0: like a four point game, which is weird. It doesn't seem like, and that's why it's such a trap line. Like, they want you to go Bills by a field goal, that's what they want. But I don't like, I don't know. I think, I think the Rams are going to be juiced up and ready to go. I don't think that it's easy playing your first game, number one of the season on the road, number two, your first game is against Darren Donald. So, <laughs> like, I know now historically, or like NFL games are generally speaking. Higher scoring in the first couple of weeks, right? So that should favor the Bills in this situation. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Rams. I'll, I'll take the Rams plus the two and a half points. Um, as I said, anytime it's a pick 'em, I'm gonna go with Aaron Donald and home field advantage any day of the week.
1: Yeah, I don't like taking plus two and a half, but I'm with you. And here's the biggest reason why: No Tre'Davious White for the Rams or for the. Uh, bills. So the Rams are going to be able to throw on them quite easily. They got Allen Robinson there and Cooper Cup. You're not going to be able to mark both those guys without your best player. We'll see what the running backs do for LA. That'll be interesting. But without Tredavious White, how much I hate taking plus two and a half. I got to go with the Rams here.
0: I, it's it's a trap across the board. It's just a trap. That's a just such a pickem. Hate it.
1: Moving into Sunday, the 1 p.m. slate. We're going to start it off in Detroit. The Eagles heading to Detroit. Eagles four-point favorites on the road. I'll touch on this one first. For me, I think this is going to be close. I've watched the Lions. They're going to play hard. I really actually do like the Eagles this year. hate to say it, but I do like the Eagles. I just think the Lions are going to be pesky. They're going to come out super hard. We just watched all the hard knocks. They're going to come out super hard in week one. They're not going to get killed at home. They're going to keep it close. They're going to keep it to within a field goal. So I'm going to Lions plus four.
0: Oh, man. I really struggle taking the Lions in anything. I, I know they're going to be better. Like, Logic says they're going to be better. Dan Campbell should have them riled up for this game. I almost have to take Detroit, though, because if I – I already said I didn't think the Eagles were going to be as good. So, I'm what, I'm going to get them starting off 1-0? <laughs> like – I I don't I don't think I can do that, but I also don't ah oh man. This is why the first couple weeks are the hardest. Like you can get fu- like fucking sewer early where the lines are like the, even the, the bookies are trying to get the lines right. Uh fine, give me lines. Plus the points. I don't like it at all. Don't like it. That is not my lock of the week, by the way. That is my I like if you're actually I would not if I didn't have to, I wouldn't be betting this game. No,
1: that's a stay away game for me as well. Moving along, we're headed to Houston, where Indianapolis heads to Houston. Indy laying seven points in this matchup. Where are you um,
0: going, Bert? I mean, you have to take the – like, yeah, I'm taking Indy minus a seven. I, the Texans are only going to win three games this year, maybe. Jags are going to win four. Texans are going to win three, maybe. By the way, side note, I have a bet. With a, a buddy of ours, which is um, the Texans won't have an 18 point lead at any point this season. Like that's basically easily cashed. I don't know how they get up that many at all. Um, uh, they
1: play the Jag. They play the Jags twice. No,
0: dude, the Jags are gonna beat their ass twice. Like it's gonna happen. It's gonna be a flip. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'll take like g- give me Matt Ryan against the Te- like, against the Texans teams that I just don't think is that good. Like I think Pittman's gonna have an absolute game if like if you have him on your fantasy roster, you're starting this cat, obviously this week. If you're like in an eight or a ten team where you're not sure, yeah, start him versus the Texans. I don't I think Davis Mills could could be in for a rough start to the year. I still think they're gonna start like zero and six. So um yeah. Give me give me the give me the Colts. Give me the
1: Texans plus seven oh my division God, game. That's a First gross. week of the year. First First week of the year, division game at home. You're not losing by more than seven. Again, I don't think Texans are going to win this, but Texans plus seven, give me that all day long. You were just in love with the Texans. Yeah, I'm higher on the Texans than most. But, I mean, I don't see them winning this game, but seven points at home. Division game is too many points.
0: But, like, it's a division game for the Colts, too. You don't think they just want to stomp the shit out of them in the first game?
1: Division games just stay closer, always. Moving along. God. Browns are heading to Carolina. Carolina, this is the line that shocked a lot of people. Carolina, two-point favorites here. I'm taking uh, against Carolina. Against Cleveland and Jacoby Brissett.
0: Carolina, all day. You have to. <laughs> the, the Browns are going to be bad. I mean, I know they got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Like, that's going to be fine and dandy. But, like, we already touched on this when we are doing our division stuff. Like, we know that one of Carolina's strong points last year was their defense. It's still going to be good. If, well, other than when they you know played Miami. But this year it's gonna be like again pretty good. And Baker's gonna be itching. This guy, this is the Baker Mayfield revenge game. Why is Carolina getting minus two? It should be like it should be at least two and a half, first of all. Second of all, it probably should be like five. I think I think Carolina's gonna win by a touchdown plus. So give me, give me Carolina all day. Uh, give me
1: the Cleveland Browns oh, plus two here. I just God. think the Browns are going to be able to run the ball. I think Kareem Hunt's going to be massive in this game. Just check downs to Kareem Hunt. Uh, again, Cleveland's o line's so good. I know I like parts of Carolina's D, but they're still young. Uh, I just like the Browns' team overall. Again, the Browns' team at most levels are a better team defensively, offensively other than quarterback. Uh, I mean, wide receivers kind of a toss-up either way. But I like the Browns here. I think the Browns are gonna be able to beat the Panthers. And so give me the Browns plus the two points. I just think they're gonna be able to run the ball. You
0: you do you do realize that this is like and I already said it, this is a revenge game, right? And, yeah, and no, you're I, you're I betting it. on a team with that is Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Like do you remember I'm betting what on happened?
1: Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt.
0: No, you ought okay, Jacoby has to put it into their hands, dude. Did you see him play last year?
1: Yeah, he can hand it off. No, barely my Dead
0: two in year old can hand it off better than Jacoby Brissett
1: moving along to Chicago the 49ers head to Chicago to face the Bears 49ers are laying seven points here I mean I don't really like laying seven points in a first week of the year but the Bears are bad The Bears are They're really bad. really 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 bad 49ers D should be good Bears O-line I could almost be starting for them so, you're going to tell me that they're not, Bosa's not going to get pressure on Justin Fields, who IQ, questionable. 49ers, minus seven here. I like the 49ers, how much I hate Trey Lance and backing him. Uh, minus seven, 49ers.
0: Yeah, give me the, give me the Niners as well. Um, I, I'm just going to keep it simple, stupid, because the Bears are bad. That's it. Bears are bad. No, no in depth analysis here. If you wanted more in depth analysis, like go listen to somebody on, like, Good Morning Football talk about it, because nobody gives a shit. The Bears with the, probably arguably could be the worst team in football this year. We didn't talk about that, but that is like legit. They have a chance to be the worst team. And we, and and the Jags and the Texans are in the league too, but the bears could be the worst.
1: Man, stop putting the Texans in the same category as like the Seahawks and bears. Okay. I, you don't think, okay.
0: You don't think the Seahawks are going to at least have like two wins. I know I said earlier, they might have one, but they're going to be similar. The Texans are not, you're just putting way too much. It's like, way too much into the neck that's what you're doing you know that he can't see any higher because of that right
1: moving along <laughs> to one of the worst stadiums in the NFL uh, the Chags head to Washington to take on the Commanders two not great teams Commanders minus two and a half in this game Um, yeah mm. what a game
0: that is like I don't that if red zone flips to that I'm turning it off You'll see every touchdown because that's red zone. Well, so there's there a might in there game. might not be any, <laughs> you will see it. Might not be any in that game. It could be like a six three ah. game. It doesn't sound fun. Um, let's go off the board. Give me the Jags plus the money, or plus the points, whatever. Give me the Jags plus the points. I think they start the season off one and zero and get hot. I think they could start the season two and zero. I just think – I don't know. I think I, I'm not high on the commanders whatsoever this year. I – like, that team is ba- – I, I mean, we were doing doing the preview. So they're probably going to get five wins. The Jags could get four wins-ish. This has got to be one of them. I don't see – like, what, Terry McLaurin just going to, like, run all over the Jags? Is that the plan? Trevor Lawrence just has to do something. I don't think – like, do you think that his, like, leash is – just gonna be long because he's a first round pick. If if they start like zero and six, like at what point are you like, dude? We are in trouble
1: here. No, he's playing all season this year. He's gonna get the chance to play all season under Peterson. There's no doubt in my mind. They're not even gonna second guess it. For me, this game, it's the Commanders. Their uh, front, their defensive line is gonna get to Trevor Lawrence. I'm not high on this Jags uh, offensive line. Carson Wentz has showed times that if he plays smart, he can get it done. They have Terry McLaurin. They have the first-round wide receiver they picked up, and uh, I like some of their pieces. I mean, it hurts to not have Brian Robinson because, you know, Antonio Gibson can fumble the ball, but you brought back McKissick, who you can pass it down to, check down to. I mean, you, again, you saw the running back who he played with last year, be RB one overall last season, so I like the Commanders taking this game. Uh, they're going to, again, if they're going to get to five wins, they got to be able to beat the Jags, so minus two and a half. Give me the Commanders.
0: Is Gibson going to be like... He's not going to replicate his success from last year, though. I mean, because they're talking about more committee, right? Like having him on less downs and, and not necessarily being in there for goal line stuff and really just kind of like a one-two down, like a one two back.
1: Nobody has any idea now that Brian Robinson's out. So uh, it's a whole – really nobody has any idea of their role. Yeah. So he's going to get a ton more work than you kind of thought, at least to start the year, and who knows if he can run with it. We'll see. Yeah, that plan's just got shot. Moving along to Cincy. The Steelers head to Cincinnati. The Bengals are laying six and a half. That's a lot. That's of, too many points. That's a
0: too many points. Because the Steelers D points. is good forever. Too Steelers many
1: points. Steelers D, good. Mike Tomlin, good. I don't know if the Steelers are going to be able to beat the Bengals. Mitch Trubisky. One. Mitch Trubisky, QB1. This is just not, this is too not many points. Good. Too many points in a divisional game against a good defense. When the Bengals are going to come off losing in the Super Bowl last year so give me the Steelers plus six and a half all day long
0: yeah I'm I'm, I'm right there with you I mean if the Steelers are going to go nine and eight they're going to have to win some of the 50-50 games and they may not win this but I mean they, they're going to keep it close I think it could be a touchdown game or two-point game one-point game somewhere in the lower parts I don't know you, you you're convinced that all of these divisional games are always close they might be this one I think will be
1: I mean, this division overall has always been close. It doesn't matter what teams are playing, how good the teams are. This division does always stay close. Some of the other ones you can argue, but this division always does stay close.
0: I just like Mike Tomlin, probably the greatest coach ever, next to Bill. Yeah.
1: We have Baltimore heading to the New York JETS Jets. Ravens are laying seven points. Where are you going, Burke?
0: I'm going to take the Ravens minus the points. Um, You know, the Jets aren't going to have the dog himself, Zach Wilson. We didn't talk about that. That was something that popped up, but that's been talked to, talk to death. But um, he's getting some extra special at-home care right now, um, I'm sure. Um, so, I mean, they're going to – so Flacco's going to be playing for, what, six weeks? First six weeks? Well, it counts. Yeah. He's looked good. He's
1: looked good. Is this not I a mean, J- Joe Flacco revenge game? Is this a Joe Flacco I
0: revenge mean, he, he, game? No, 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 it's not. Because he hasn't played for fucking Ravens in like 10 years. I don't even remember I don't remember when that was. It wasn't that long ago. But, like, no, it's not a revenge game whatsoever. Like, you didn't take Baker versus the Browns, so why would you take Joe Flacco versus the Ravens? Are you insane? No. is going to have his way with the Jets because the Jets are still not good. I like some of the pieces they have. I like Carter. Um, Brees, Brees Hall's on this team No. Is that Correct, where, he's, yes. where he's playing? So from the sounds of it, Carter's going to get the RB1 shares for now. We'll see how long that's going to last. I was happy with that from a fantasy, pers- fantasy perspective. I think Joe Flacco can still ball a little bit. Um, I don't know, though. Got Elijah like we Moore. Pump- you have
1: Garrett Wilson.
0: <laughs> we're pumping the tires of the Ravens, though. Like, I mean, if you're talking to me about how Lamar is going to have, like, a basically an MVP season, you're beating the Jets, and you're going to beat them handily, so. Give me the Ravens minus.
1: Yeah, I'm going Ravens minus seven here too. How much I'd love to bet Joe Flacco, I can't do it. So Ravens minus seven. Don't they overthink this? Bad team, not betting for them. That's that's, that's
0: the rule by the way. Sorry to interrupt. We have to remember this, Camp. Don't bet. What was what was our rule last year? It's like
1: the cardinal rule. Don't bet
0: bad teams. Don't bet on bad teams. I was not good at that.
1: Moving along, we have the New Orleans Saints heading to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Saints, Saints, minus five and a half. I don't even yeah, know I'm all the line. The
0: Saints, Give me yeah. the Saints. Uh, the Falcons fucking suck. They're terrible. They're terrible. Marcus
1: Mariota is not putting up enough points to be able to do it. Their defense is not good enough to manage Camara. Uh, I just don't think the Falcons are a very good football team, which is good. They got a couple good pieces in the draft. You got Drake Lennon. You have Kyle Pitts, who will be promising once you get a quarterback, but they don't have a quarterback right now. So Wait a second. Hurt, so.
0: Wait a second. What about
1: Ritter. Well, he's not starting week one, so we could talk about it midway through the year. Or,
0: like, week two, when Mariota sucks and Ritter's, like, I would you be completely shocked if you saw Ritter in game one, if the Falcons were down, like, 10 or 15 points?
1: Yeah, they're not going to start him for, I'd say, at least three weeks. So you're thinking week four is probably the earliest? I'd have to go through their schedule a little more, but I don't see them starting him anywhere near he was not a day one quarterback. You're not going to rush him. You brought in Mariota for a reason.
0: It's a tank, basically. That He's the king of tank. There yeah. you go. It's perfect.
1: Moving to the last 1 p.m. slate, we have the New England Patriots heading down to South Beach, Miami to take on the Dolphins. Dolphins, three and a half point favorites.
0: Oh, give me the three and a half points, dude. It's pro- It should be seven. Mac Jones is going to throw three interceptions that game.
1: Yeah, I gotta That's go. It. Dolphins here minus three and a half. Mac Jones isn't gonna be able to do anything. To, what we think Devonte Parker is gonna be a wide receiver one. You think he's actually gonna stay on the field? Uh, Miami's got these weapons. I think they got a coach. I think they're gonna figure it out. And this defense is just gonna uh, drive Mac Jones crazy. It will be interesting to see what this defense does without Flores. Can argue how good of a head coach he was all the time, but he was a good defensive coordinator and did a lot for this defense. But this offense is just going to be so much better for the Dolphins, and this defense for the Patriots isn't as good. So and not, minus not having Byron,
0: Yeah, not having Byron Jones is going to be tough, though. Um, it will be. Like, not having, like, the cornerback depth. Like, that's part of the thing. Like, I know that you don't – who's the reporter that you don't like? Um, or Mark he, he Kelly. The, Well, was, oh, was that the guy – who, who's the guy that, like, just left the Dolphins be reporting to do something else? Anyway, whatever that guy's name is, um, was basically saying is, like, like, if, like, it's sick that they have the cornerbacks that they do. But if one of them gets hurt, you're in trouble. Like, their depth at cornerback is not good. Um, so, I mean, they're going to have to be – I don't know. They're, they're not going to – with Byron Jones hurt, they're not just going to be able to sit back and just let teams come to them. They're going to have to actually, in a sense, you know, take control of that. You know, keep – the one thing that I really like Flores is, that I hope Mike McDaniels keep, is, like, keep the motion. Like keep keep the defenders moving, not showing your look. I really like that it was really successful with them. I expect Xavier Howard to have an, another good year. Maybe not, you know, the same that he did last year. But three and a half points versus the Patriots team that I think is getting last in the division. Like it should be more. So giving the Finns all day long. Let's go.
1: Moving into the four PM slate, only four games here. We're gonna start it off with KC heading to Arizona. KC laying six points on the road. To me, this is just too many too points. Many Cliff points. Kingsbury, Kyler, they always come out with a good game plan in the offseason. Uh, I think this game is going to be a fun one. It's going to be high scoring. It's going to be a great game to watch. I just kind of feel like six points is too much. Like, the cards have been good to start the year every time. So, to me, I'm going to go cards here, plus six.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on the plus six. I think... I think Kyler Kyler has something to prove this year too. I mean, he just signed a big deal, like massive deal. Um, if if you like, you can't come out to start the season. Like you can't come out slow. Like you have to come out firing at all cylinders. I think the Chiefs are going to struggle. I think Mahomes, uh, holy fuck, specifically is going to struggle a little bit because I think it's going to take some time. To just not have Tyree kill there. I know they're like, oh well, we've got we've got Hardman and we've got Sky Moore and we've got other guys that are going to fill the hole. It's like you can't just fill the hole that easily from the fastest guy in the league. So I think it it will take some time for him when he's doing his progressions to look and say, okay, so Kelsey's not there. Uh, who's next? And I think it's gonna I said, it's gonna take some t- time to adjust. So I think that keeps the game close. Six points is way too much, and as we've seen. Uh, Arizona last year they had absolutely a potent offense and they can do it again this year so yeah give me the give me the cards plus the points
1: moving into the second game we have the New York Football Giants heading to Tennessee Titans are five and a half point favorites
0: oh my god I mean <laughs> nobody <laughs> I mean I I guess. I guess I'll take the Titans because it goes back to the rule of when in doubt, don't pick the bad team. And the Giants are a bad team. So, I mean, the Titans could score nine or no, the Titans could score 10 points and the Giants could score three and they cut and Titans cover. So, um, I'm not, I do not like the Giants at all. So give me the slightly better team at
1: five and minus five and a half. I'm going to go Giants plus five and a half here. I think. Having Brian Dable come in on offense, uh, what he's going to be able to do for this team. they got a couple nice pieces in Wandell Robinson and Kadarius Tony. If Saquon can get back to what Saquon can do a little bit, Danny Dimes has showed signs at times. And Tennessee just slows down the game so much. So five and a half points in a Tennessee game is a lot. I don't think the Titans' D is going to be that good. So based on those things, I just think five and a half is too many points. So I'm going to take the Giants plus five and a half.
0: All right, you're breaking your rule already.
1: Moving into the spaceship, we have the Green Bay Packers heading down to Minnesota. Green Bay, minus two. For me, I'm just going to go with what it felt like last year. Green Bay had a weird offseason. You lost Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how high he's going to be for the game. And they didn't show up for week one last year at all. They got absolutely crushed. I think the Vikings are a much improved team. So I'm going to go Vikings plus two in week one here. I just like the Vikings overall to keep things tight in the division with the Packers. And the Packers didn't want to show up for week one last year. So I expect the same. So Vikings plus two. Vikings had a lot of games where they were like lost by like one or two points. So I think the
0: line is actually pretty good. I'm just going to take the team. I mean, you could go with the team Green Bay, who obviously has the better quarterback. But I'm taking the team with Justin Jefferson every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Like that's that's where I'm going in, in this one. Um, I I'd be if I was if I was parlaying or a nice I I wouldn't mind to change that line to like Vikings minus two or minus two and a half. I think it could be a touchdown game, at least a field goal game. Give me the Vikings plus the points.
1: Moving into the last 4 p.m. game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders heading down to the Chargers. Chargers laying three and a half points here.
0: Ah, oh, these lines are fucking brutal. Okay, I'm going to take the Chargers and Justin Herbert. That's what I'm going to do. I, I think, as I said, I think the Chargers are just going to basically split. In a game like this, you look at this three and a half, so it's slightly above a pick em. Um I mean, I don't know. It's, it's tough because, I mean, the Raiders got Devontae Adams, so that's obviously huge. You know that the Chargers are going to be all over them all game. Maybe it takes a little bit of time for Derek Carr to get used to that kind of new look offense that they have. Herbert's comfortable just slinging the ball all over the place. Um, this one could be a high scoring game though. Like it could, this this could be one of the more high scoring games of the week. So in a game where you have offenses that are that potent, like three and a half could switch either way at any time. So it kind of is still a pick them. But, um, you know, give me the team at home. Like give me the Chargers at home. That stadium is going to be rocking. Uh, Herbert's gonna be pumped up. They're gonna take
1: the dub and cover. Forgot one of the rules from last year, eh? The Chargers have no fans. The Chargers you fade them on at home and take them on the road? No, that's last uh, year.
0: The new year, new slate. They're gonna have fans uh, for game one. It's it's game five they have no fans. After they suck.
1: Yeah, here's my kind of thoughts on this: Is Devonte Adams and Derek Carr played together in college? They know each other quite well, so that's not as big of a worry to me. So if we're just looking at this game straight off, it's a division game. So what do you do? You lay two and a half, you take three and a half. So I'm going to take the Raiders plus three and a half. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a ton of fun game. Uh, if I'm going to choose like these, this uh, four o'clock slate, you got two really exciting high scoring games going to happen. But I'm just going to take common betting knowledge here and just go plus three and a half. And take the Raiders. Yeah, we'll take it. I like that. Sunday night football. We have Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to Dallas. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. I um, don't really like this game that much.
0: <laughs> I mean that that's basically the epitome of Week One. Is it's like, uh, like there's some that are like super obvious, and then but most of them are like basically just pick them lines. And you're like, okay, well, I guess we'll see what what we have. It's gonna take two or three weeks before we actually know what we're looking at. Um, last year, the Cowboys were covering machines. So were the lions actually, but the Cowboys were covering machines. They were covered like nine games in a row. Uh, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're, they're covering this one though. I'm going to, as you said, common betting knowledge. I'm taking Tom Brady. Um, you don't like the, you don't really like this Cowboys team. Tom Brady's just going to do Tom Brady things, man. That team is still good. Their defense is still good. They, they're they're going to still shut down the run. It's going to be Dak throwing the ball down to CD and other guys. I think, you know, Zeke's not going to have that good of a game here. And that's, those are the two guys you need to go. You don't have 50% of them. Dak's going to have to be perfect to for this to be close. Tom Brady's going to have a nice little game. And they're going to cover the two and a half. And probably, yeah. I mean, I don't see the Cowboys winning. So I'd probably go money line and the two and a half.
1: Yeah, it's bucks minus two and a half here all day for me. I think this defense for Tampa Bay is going to get to Dak. They're going to get to Zeke pretty quick just based on that O-line not being as good. And Brady's going to find a way to pick apart that defense. Like, they have Micah Parsons, who's unbelievable, Diggs is not that great. So he will attack him. He's not going to be scared to attack him. He has a bunch of weapons. Evans is going to eat. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen if Godwin's going to play, but you have Russell Gage, you have Julio, like they're deep at receiver, so I'm not worried there. So I think the box two and a half all day.
0: I would be interested from a prop bet perspective on what the line would be for like a Julio touchdown, anytime touchdown. Because he didn't have very many last year. I know he's hurt, but he's been on the downslope. People are saying Julio might not even have like a touchdown this year. I'm like, I don't know, dude. He could actually have like six or seven. It's
1: going to be. Todd Bowles has made it pretty clear that like him, and Chris Godwin are going to be on pitch counts. They're not going to play every snap. Uh, Evans is going to play a lot, and then it sounds like Gage is even going to get to play a lot. They're going to run four wide receivers deep quite often. So, I think Cooley is going to find what he can. He, he can be f- efficient. So we'll see what he can do. Moving into Monday Night Football, kind of a cool game just because of what it is. It's Russ Wilson going back to Seattle. The Broncos are heading to Seattle. Broncos minus six and a half point favorites here. All uh, for me, it's day. Yeah, you're gonna tell me Russ isn't gonna go in there and destroy Pete Carroll based on everything that's going on with him wanting to slow down the game and not letting Russ cook. No, Russ is gonna go in there. He's gonna care. Cortland Sutton's gonna have a massive game. Devontae Williams, Melvin Gordon, they're gonna run all over the Seahawks team, who's not gonna be very good. Minus six and a half, too easy. Give me the Broncos all day long. The chef. That's right.
0: It <laughs> That's probably the funniest thing that came out of this whole thing. Um, Broncos minus six and a half Z is the easiest choice. If they don't cover this, then their season's going to be a disaster. I think you're. Can you imagine that your season's going to be defined in one game? And that's it's the first game of the year. You cannot lose this game. They won't lose the game. If you don't cover here, though, like, I don't even know what you're doing. Like, this should be like 10 points. Like Like, Seattle's awful. They're going to be. Terrible. I don't have almost any shares. I have like one share of DK Metcalf in the league. I didn't want to touch any of these bums at all because I just don't think they have what it takes. At, like they again candidate for the worst team in the league. Uh, Russ is <laughs> this guy's just gonna lay. I mean, this guy could have four or five t- passing touchdowns that game. Like everybody's gonna get a slice of uh, of Chef uh, Chef Wilson's pie. So. Broncos minus six and a half, too easy. Not going to lock it up, though, because, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's fair.
1: All right, so we're heading into our lock section, something that we both really were not good at last year. We were okay picks overall. We both really sucked at locks. So who's going to go first week one here, Burke?
0: I will give you the honor, sir. You can go ahead and pick whoever you'd like.
1: Well, you weren't going to let me do it then, or you weren't going to do it, so I'm going to take Broncos minus six and oh, a half. Oh, had two other options, but you know what? With the first pick, I'm going to go Broncos. I just feel like Russ is going to go in there. Dominate. He's going to cook. And Broncos minus six and a half. That's my lock for week one.
0: My lock for week one is the Panthers over the Browns. What was the line again? Minus two? Minus one and a half? Minus two. Minus two? Minus I, two. I'm riding the Baker revenge train. I think it's 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 good. it's time. It's DJ more time. It's Baker time. Panther nation. Let's ride.
1: No, that's not not nearly as good. Okay, fine. Panther Nation, let's pounce. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyways, moving on from that. I'm excited for some football. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be good. Should everybody? Uh,
0: it's been too long. Been too long.
1: Final oh. Fantasy League draft tomorrow. You're gonna be doing it from Elton John. Good luck. It's gonna be a rocking concert we throw at the Rodgers Center. It's going to be loud, too. I'm excited. This will be my 6th league I'm in now. I got dragged into way too many leagues this year. So this will be my 6th league. This is the one that, the home league, the one that I've heard so much about that I finally got the honor of being in this season. So I'm looking forward to that. It'll be an intense draft. I got 101. I got pick 101. Where are you
0: going? Have you decided?
1: I'm uh, a heavy lean one way or the other right now. I am... Yeah, it's, it's like an 80-20 now, where the other day it was still 50-50. It's like 80-20. Okay, you're
0: so, taking uh, C-Mac. Well, we all know you're taking C-Mac. You don't have to hide we'll it. We'll have to wait until
1: 9, no. 9 p.m. tomorrow.
0: No, Panthers Nation, let's pounce. It's C-Mac time, baby.
1: But we got an exciting weekend for football. Unfortunately, I won't get to watch as much as I like. i got a referee on Thursday night. It's back, and then i got my referee clinic on Sunday. So it's going to suck. I'm going to miss a lot of football. But luckily, there is so much football. This My rough play is like, all over by four.
0: Man, you there's know the, so much football still. <laughs> you know what the beautiful thing about the NFL going to eighteen weeks is? Is the golf analogies in terms of the schedule are perfect now. Like the feeling of this week is basically you're stepping up to the tee on a crisp, you know, September morning. Doves are chirping in the air. You can still see little, you know, dew glistening. You just popped a, a nice spicy Caesar. Bloody Mary for our American friends. Going out to the first team, and hammer a drive. That is what today is. And then, you know, midway through the season, you're like, okay, all right, nine weeks left. We're, you know, the turns come. We're still feeling good. And then, you know, like week 17, 18, you're like, oh, man. I know it's playoffs, but you're still kind of like, oh, I can't believe it's over. And then it's February. And February is the worst fucking month in the whole – I know after the Super Bowl, it's the worst. The next six months is painful. But we are here. We're excited. And we will be back next week as well to break down the games from this week uh and to make picks for next week as well as whatever other headlines pop up. The boys of Over Six Sports are back, baby. Uh, can't be more excited. Great show, to everybody. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Over Six Sports at Zach Over Six and at C Charlton Turf. And for the Over Six Sports Podcast, I'm Zach the And with me as always.
1: Not doing it this year either. Just Cameron Charlton, the Turf King, Cameron Charlton.
0: Thank you for listening to Six Sports. We will chat with you next week, Panthers Nation. Let's count.